0: Hello and welcome to Lady Time, a podcast for those of us navigating midlife. Today, or this evening, as we're recording late, I have the wonderful Jill McGregor, my co-host, on. I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to Jill's couple of her solo casts recently. They were on her healing journey, and specifically the last one was on detoxing. detoxing. And I really found it so interesting. I know Jill a long time, probably half of the time that she's been or more than she's been doing the, the detoxing. And I I just wanted to talk to her more about that episode and she very graciously agreed to do it. Um I just found it so interesting and full of really useful information. Jill, you're very welcome and thanks for joining me.
1: Oh thank you, Carol. It's really nice to be talking with you on the podcast again as well.
0: Yeah, it's lovely. So Jill, you've, you do a lot of detoxes. And, and, and I mean, they're not a lot because that's, a, you were talking about over, over three decades more or less, but you're phenomenal in the way that you have such great stamina and curiosity. And I'd say a willingness to, to have your body healthy, which is just fantastic. Very impressive. So in, in terms of like okay we'll go into that a bit later but your stamina and your determination and I suppose mostly your willpower to do something a diet or not a diet but a detox your candida diet is the one you started off with just to ride back from London you were probably in your 20s were you
1: yeah I was about 26 when I came back from London and I think I may have been 27 or 28 when I did the candida
0: diet. And do you remember? Had you any ailments at the time? Was there anything that prompted that specific mm-hmm. diet? Gosh, I was actually trying to
1: remember. Uh, I th- think that I may have been beginning to bloat. Now I hadn't had. I had a good enough diet before, but I didn't like cooking. I really did not like cooking. Now I absolutely love cooking, and I, I nothing better than to cook up a dinner party for people. I love it. But at that stage, I didn't cook much. So I would have eaten that out quite a lot when I was in my younger years. I don't even know where I got the money, but um, in London, I did. Uh, and But I ate out quite well because my then boyfriend was very interested in food. And in fact, he was one of the first people to actually put me really on a healing path and a healing journey and he was very interested in good food and he took a notion that he wanted to eat a lot of vegetarian food so while in London I had eaten a, a lot of good food but I also had a very very sweet tooth and I love bread and I still love bread. I'm really not as into the sweet foods as much but I still like sweet foods but they wouldn't dominate my taste buds anymore um, but I did eat a lot of sweets and chocolate and cakes and biscuits as well. And I think that probably generated the, the, the candida in me. And I really wish I could really remember what happened at the time, but I was living with my friend Nikki at the time, sharing with her and her then small little daughter at the time. And as I mentioned in my solo cast, her mother was Rita Cutler for anyone that lives in Galway and ever went to Rita. She was in she, she was a forerunner of nutrition and diet and looking at um, allergies, food allergies. And I think maybe what happened was I decided, you know, Rita probably decided to have do a test with me or whatever. You know, we were probably just getting into the whole thing about diet and eating properly well at that stage. And I think that's what happened. I can't really remember much being wrong other than it was probably starting to bloat. And that's
0: yeah. when we started, yeah. Because I remember in my 20s as well, I, I did a big detox. Um, and I don't think, I don't, it might have been a candida one, but it was definitely without the wheat and the yeast. So it probably was. And I remember going to a clinic now, what prompted me to go was not my health, although it t- turned out it should have been for my health. My my sister had gone to and my mother had gone for a reading. They'd gone to this uh, lovely lady, Lorna Byrne. She talks with angels. You might know her. She's an author. Anyway, they had gone to see her and both of them had received a message from her that I uh, had to go and see a nutritionist for my health. So they were totally freaked out and rang me up and said, you need to do this. So I remember walking down the street in Galway and seeing a place on Abbeygate Street upstairs. And you like a clinic for nutrition. And I went in and spoke to somebody and started a, 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 a Candida detox, something similar for, I don't know, it was about six weeks as well. Gosh, my 20s. Um, so glad I did it. It was very strict no wine no no sugar no wheat <laughs> That's right. but it it was great it it started me thinking about what i ate more because i think before that i i was able to eat everything and anything you know i thought i was you know and i i, I remember eating chocolate croissants and hot chocolate for breakfast for
1: a long time <laughs> and i do love croissants and i still love them
0: I remember my friends saying to me, you can't do that all the time. It's not good for you. (laughs) So that, that, yeah, so like you, I I met this nutritionist. um, Anna was her first name. I can't remember her second name, but she was great. And that started me on uh, organic vegetables, you know, and being conscious of sugar. Although I'm really into sugar still, unfortunately. I try to cut it out, but I think I need to do one of your detoxes to, get me started properly. So, and I remember that the skin, the people coming up and saying, wow, your skin's amazing, but like I was in my 20s. But still, it had that impact. So then, Jill, to get back to you, um, you did a 12-week low sugar, no sugar carbs. How? I remember you at the time doing it. I don't know how you did it. I mean, you need a lot of support, do you, to do something like that?
1: Uh, well, I was actually attending uh my the clinic that my friend worked in and she's an acupuncturist and so i I did have the support yeah it was i you definitely need support for something like that and that was a very 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 deep detox um and it did go on for, I started in October and I finished at the end of January. And I really barely broke it during the Christmas break as well. I think I had a couple of chocolates at Christmas time. But when you're asking about um, how I did it, yes. I need to be, I need to be in the zone. Like I always think of myself as not being very disciplined, but I have to say that it's my friends who reflect back to me all over the years how disciplined they think I am and I'm going god almighty I wish I could just manage my time a little bit better I'm really undisciplined about that but the but I am very disciplined about uh, about health and when it does come to a detox but I have to be in the zone Uh, if I'm not in the right frame of mind for it I can't do it I have you know, a number of times tried to say, I'm going to start a detox, but it just wasn't the right time. And it wasn't in the right frame of mind. But once I get into the right frame of mind, that is it. It's like a portcullis comes down in my, in my inner being. And it's right. That's it. You're doing this and that's it. And my mind just seems to shift into that space and, um, Coming so back do you, out of the space. Sorry, I was oh, just sorry, say yeah. coming back out of the space is a whole other thing because suddenly the mind is left free like a wild thing. Um, but anyway, what were you gonna ask me, Carol?
0: Oh yeah, just that thing. How do you do? You psych yourself up for it? Like do you take a few weeks? To go right. I'm going to do this in a few weeks time, or is it that you find yourself? Right. I'm in the zone. I'm going to do a detox. You know, is it something? Are you aware of that you gradually build yourself up to? Um,
1: to do it's, it's interesting that you asked me because I think I certainly the latest one and that one, that one at that time when I was at 39, I did. I was thinking about it for a while. So, yeah, mostly I'm thinking about it for a while. And then, boom, suddenly this is this is the moment I'm going to start it. And um, there's literally no turning back. I almost can't even take credit for it because it's like something else take not doesn't take over me, but you know. And um, and when I'm in when I get to that point, but yeah, there would have been a a run up, a thinking, a musing, and
0: mm, it's time to do that. I I want to do this, you know. Okay, and, and great. That's mm. Okay, so you kind of ruminate about it for a while, and then it just. Mm. The day comes. Oh, that's good to know. I better start practicing my. (laughs) I'm going to do this. (laughs) Although I did one recently. Um, you mentioned a liver detox. I I think that time I went to the nutritionist, I did a liver detox, and then I did a kidney one. Oh, I couldn't do the kidney one. That was with um, that was with cider vinegar and honey. But the cider vinegar I found really hard. But that is a really good thing to take for arthritis. My mother-in-law used to take cider vinegar and water every day. Um, so it's really good for, for uh, your, if your bones and joints are aching. Um, but at that time, I found it so hard. I remember the grimacing my face to trying to drink cider vinegar and water. Um, but the the liver detox. So I've done one. I did one recently. And I know I think it was you that um, told me about it originally. When you do the gallbladder um detox and the liver detox that isn't such a long detox it's only a weekend but it's it does take a bit of psyching up to do do you remember doing that
1: (laughs) well I first uh, did the liver cleanses as a part of that mega detox that I did so that was a part of it and uh, you know there was different aspects to to that detox and all of the organs were Well, pretty much the colon, not all of the organs, the liver and the colon and the kidneys were organs that were were cleansed um, during that. And yes, I pretty quite quickly, I'd say about two weeks into that three months, I started the liver cleansing. And I, I think I did one every week during throughout that cleanse, throughout that time after that. So yeah. I did quite a lot of them, but once you were in the whole process and you were off a lot of the, you know, the usual suspects, I was off everything that, you know, sugar, dairy, yeast, a caffeine was off it all, but there was a lot. I was, I mean, I was eating very well. Uh, but the first one I do remember it. Um, I mean, oh my God, drinking. Olive oil and what was it? Olive oil and grapefruit orange. juice. Grapefruit or orange, juice. Yeah. Grapefruit juice. Yeah, it was grapefruit. I, and it was like, oh my god, it's gak. I mean, it's gak. And then the Epsom salts with it. It's like, oh gee, gee, Max. <laughs> no, it's I didn't enjoy, part. but I got used to them. You know, yeah. but the first, the first one, all I can say, people, our listeners can. Um, just use your imagination you need to be near a toilet <laughs> especially the first couple you know you definitely need to be near a toilet after a while you don't need to be so much um but you know i had a little accident the first one i i did um but yeah it it, it but you know i don't want to put anyone off listening to this um it's it's fine but you know all these things it's, it's a bit like maybe, you know, when you were a kid having to go to the dentist or even now as an adult going to the dentist, you kind of just do it and it's not that bad once you, you get there. It's all a lot in your head. Um, and I, and you know, what I did was I'd swallow the, the oil and the thing and then I'd have, uh, I look, cause I love grapefruit juice. I would have saved some grapefruit juice to just take a big swig of grapefruit juice immediately after and the same with the with the Epsom salts.
0: Oh great. So, yeah. Yeah. I know. I was surprised I could do it recently, but I, I I think like you I built myself up over a while. I kind of felt I felt, you know, I think I'm quite in tune now with my body and I know you definitely are with yours, but I ha- had it in my mind for a while that my goals that my gallbladder probably was having stones I was feeling that pain around my shoulders and my chest and I just started looking up and going okay it's not my heart it's not this it's not that and it must be around my gallbladder and sure enough after doing it I felt better (laughs) immediately so was that Mm-hmm. Um but it is something you need to be careful with we 're not yeah, dieticians yeah. or nutritionists or anything yeah. like that and that 's just what we do from time to time is to to do detox and I thought your yoga detox sounded fantastic mm-hmm. do do people do they still do that I mean that sounds great <laughs> because where the where the, the large intestine goes into the small intestine it 's such it 's such a narrow mm-hmm. pipe tube.
1: Mm,
0: and and we often get we often get blocked there and people often have a a problem so that's what I'd love to do actually I'd love to do Mm -hmm. that but again I'd need to find a yoga studio that would guide me in it (laughs) they
1: don't do it anymore because uh, when they did it out in their place where they live in apparently they haven't done it for a few years apparently when you have I don't know how many of us would be there at a time 12 uh running to the toilet all the one time it would block up their toilets so they 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 stopped doing it and and I've done it once on my own okay um and I probably could do it on my own again but I had done a lot with them and so i knew how to do it on my own as well cuz i kept missing they used to do it twice a year and i kept missing it for a while and i thought no i definitely want to do it uh but that that is interesting the old, the, the part i find hardest about that was the diet afterwards because even the 3 month detox the diet was that you know the things i could eat were still interesting you know and tasty and all of that but, but, but with the yoga cleanse, it has to be an exceptionally clean diet for 10 days afterwards. Seven to 10, seven to 10 days, they say. I never made it past the seven days. <laughs> I just did the week. But it is very interesting because you, if you think about And you do, it's not heavily salted water, by the way, it's lightly salted water. And it's not that, again, it's just mind over matter is it's just mind over matter. That's really what it is. And you're drinking two glasses. That would be two uh, probably, I suppose you're basically drinking a pint of water in between each set of five exercises. And, you know, you do the five exercises, very fast. And those exercises, I can't obviously show you on a podcast, but those five exercises, or yoga posture, should I say, are very rigorous and you do them very fast. And if they they literally open the valve, that valve, or that opening between the the small and the large intestine. And you think at the beginning, oh, my God, it's never going to open. But it does open, and it opens fairly quickly, you know, maybe after the third set of two glasses of water, it starts to open, and then you can feel the water runs into your bowel, and then the whole what happens is you're being cleansed with salt water literally from mouth to anus and uh, and salt water and then salt, as we you you know anyway, Carol. And probably a lot of our listeners who are interested in this kind of thing, that salt is just one of the most, one of the most incredible sort of things that can draw clean. It's just incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, salt, I don't know, we couldn't live without salt. We need salt to survive. And, you know, but uh, the properties of salt, I, I wish I knew more about it to be able to talk a little bit more about it, but the properties of salt is just incredible. You know, for mm. the human being. And so it draws and it cleans. Yeah.
0: And it tones our, it tones the kidneys as well, salt from Oh, know. okay. Mm. And it
1: would be the right salt as well. Yes. I mean, we're not talking about table salt here. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case anyone listening it doesn't, you know, it may not, may or not know of different types of salt. I mean, the Celtic Yes. The
0: would it be salt. like the Himalayan pink salt or? I don't
1: know finished. what kind that they use. I'd say they use sea salt, mm, yeah. you know, but there's different kinds of salt, And I wish I had known more about salt, you know, over the years, because I have had a friend that brought me back incredible salt from Iceland. Mm-hmm. And I gave it away because I didn't use that much salt. <laughs> you can keep salt for years. And another friend brought me back, um, amazing salt from Portugal. And I gave loads of it away because I wasn't using it all. And, uh, but, uh, uh the damp, the salt that is damp, the Celtic salt, it's, it's, well, that's the name of one type, but salt that is damp is supposed to be the best salt of oh. all. Mm. But, I mean, I don't mean that it got damp. It's salt that has that property to it as well. Or not property, but, you know, texture to it. Right. And so, yeah, you could probably, I don't know, you probably could use Himalayan salt. I mean, salt is salt. Your at table salt probably shouldn't have said the name, but, you know, whatever years ago the table salt we had. There's, there's something added to that. So it has to be pure
0: salt. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It has to be good salt. And we have so many health food shops now that we can get yeah, good salt, and easy. we're very lucky.
1: God, even some of the
0: supermarkets have Himalayan salt now. Yes, that's great. Yeah. yeah. And Tammy, Jill, could you eat another Granny Smith apple? <laughs> oh, I could
1: now. Well, I have this week, actually. But God almighty, I, I was... This is the artery detox yes, that you're yes. <laughs> leading up to that I just did there this year in February. Um, oh, God, I was so sick of the granny apples. I must have had, I don't know how many I had every day, maybe five or six every day. But um, I
0: did that. And so were you hungry? Were you like five or six apples a day? That's all you ate and That's you drank all I ate. water well, you with lemon? your stomach does
1: shrink, yeah. Yeah, your stomach does shrink after a while. Um. So I didn't, you know, yes, I, I was hungry, but <laughs> I would eat the apples and then it would quench the, uh, not quench, it would uh, sort of, Satisfy the hunger and so would the lemon water, and I'd have the lemon water hot or cold, or you know, different ways. Um,
0: I because you know, we do we do eat too much, I mean, that's the thing, yeah, it's not not you, but and not not specifically me, but I know I do. Um, like we all do, we don't we mm-hmm. like
1: yeah.
0: we don't need to eat as much as we do now, you know, we eat because. We need to eat, we need we eat because it's a, a a factor you know it's it's breakfast time. we feel like we need to eat. it's lunchtime we need mm-hmm. to eat we, we don't so much listen to our bellies as we do the time of the day mm-hmm. or boredom would make us eat or yeah. you know anxiety might make us eat so we, we eat for all many reasons mm-hmm. and not not just for hunger mm-hmm. and I think uh, Western society, I think the waste, not just the waste of the food waste that we waste, but the the, the amount of energy we put into production, into um, packaging. That's right. Preservation, transporting. I mean, we spend a lot of energy, time yeah. and money on food. Yeah. Um, we're very reliant on eating a lot. That's
1: true, you know, and you even think, of not just the water and the soil and everything that gets you know depleted as well and you you could god we could go off onto a whole tangent around food and how it's produced but we do eat too much now i i've noticed uh when i i do need a certain amount of food and if i go under that amount i will get very hungry or the other way of looking at it is to make sure that you, that the food you're eating has nutrition that you need as well. Um, because I don't know if that book that came out, Eat Right for Your Type, which is about your blood type, but my blood type is negative. I am rhesus negative. And apparently that, uh is f- mostly people would be inclined to a vegetarian diet now I mostly eat a vegetarian diet I wasn't always a vegetarian and I'm not completely one either I will eat chicken and meat occasionally and I I do I love fish so I eat fish anyway I just don't cook very much I, I 99% of my cooking is vegetarian and I will have fish now and again And the odd time that I get an awful growl for sausages, bangers and mash, I will fry sausages. But that's about it. Um, But my body definitely suits a vegetarian diet better. Because if I eat, say I had a steak, it will take two or three days to go through me. Whereas if I eat vegetarian, but I... Uh, when I say I'm a good vegetarian I do supplement and especially when you get older and some ways it's fine when you're younger you're actually on the move a lot more and you you just need different things in your 20s I think than you do but certainly menopausal and post-menopausal which I am now and you do need to look after your bones. So I supplement and I've done that for years. And every so often I'll go off for about three months off something or off all the supplements because I don't want my body just getting used to it. So I definitely, I mean, I take magnesium. I take vitamin B. I take B12. Um, what else do I take? I take a little drop of iodine as well but I've really good Mm -hmm. high quality iodine yeah I don't you don't want to overdo iodine um but it is out of our diet when it
0: used to be in our diet um so how do you what do you get for that is it something with seaweed or do you get um I just bought iodine
1: I bought it from Australia uh but it was you know it's it's a high grade or whatever, a good iodine, but you could get iodine from um spirulina. And what's mm-hmm. the other one? What's the other one that you can get? It begins with a kelp. I was trying to remember.
0: Oh yeah. Kelp, kelp
1: or you could have seaweed. I mean, I could have it in my diet as well. And then, you know, maybe I'm being a bit lazy, but I only put one drop in because I don't want to overdo it. Um Apparently, you can put a drop of iodine onto some part of your body and rub it in a drop of it and then I think if it's I can't remember now I've started to say this if it completely disappears within 24 hours then you need iodine but if it doesn't then you don't okay that's, that's what that i tried.
0: you know that's what I've read yeah that's very interesting yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved uh, your interview, your solo cast that you did the other day. I really loved listening to it, and I loved you talking about Walter Last as well. You introduced me to him, mm-hmm. uh, the, not not in person obviously, but um, his his writings years ago. And um, I did find, I did, you know, write. A, you're very good, Jill. Like well before the internet was here, you were able to research people and source stuff, and you'd write away for. You, you, right away for I remember writing to him in Australia to get his books uh little booklets, and um they yeah they 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 just they weren't written in fluid, easy to read books, they were very um academic um but they were interesting. Yeah. I actually remember reading them at the time, thinking, I'd love to rewrite these because they're so full of information, but I never got round to it. I think I lent them to somebody and I haven't got them back, um, which is fine. Somebody needed need of them. Um, so he, he was a German toxicologist?
1: Yes, it? he was a toxicologist. And I'm trying to remember, was he a microbiologist? Yeah. I have my notes on him here. No, he was a research chemist, a biochemist and toxicologist. Okay, and then uh in the seventies i think he and he was quite high level academic
0: mm-hmm. he
1: had um he had been in Munich, I think he'd been in Munich, I think he'd been in l a and he eventually ended up living in australia and um sadly, he died last year. I only found out mm-hmm. a couple of months ago I was quite i was a little bit upset. Um, because I'm, um, I discovered in him in a magazine I read, I still read called Nexus and he just did amazing articles. And that's how I discovered him. And he did an amazing article on uh, cancer and what causes it. And all those articles are on his website. But in any case, he, um, he decided to get out of the academic side of things because he didn't like that pharmaceutical companies were funding the research and uh, so he left it completely and then he just sort of got into himself into practicing nutrition and with his amazing uh, knowledge of the body that's uh, he he got very deeply into nutrition so he he knew what he could do he knew what the body was capable of doing and i just i just love his work i mean i have literally made sure that i (laughs) done i downloaded everything from his website you know he's very very generous with his information and uh i i i just i I love to have deep knowledge of stuff and I really wanted to have a deep knowledge of detoxing and going, you know, when you think of it, you know, we're such an amazing biological sort of mechanism and machine. And I've always thought, well, why, why can, why can we not regenerate ourselves? And I'm not talking about living forever. Um, Or any of that or, you know, staying young forever, even though we all want to look good and stay young forever. But for me, I just wanted to remain extremely healthy till the day I die, basically. I don't want to be ill. And there's absolutely no reason for anyone to be sick. There's no reason for it. Really, you know, unless someone contracts some kind of a a disease or or whatever. But we shouldn't be unhealthy because it boils down to what you put into your body, the fuel, what your body needs and the, I suppose, the quality of your water, uh, the quality, the state of your mind and your emotions and uh the state of your physical body, you know, and how much you move it now, I'm not perfect in all of those by any stretch um but I am healthy. there's nothing wrong with me. there's a couple of little things, but nothing major you know I'm not sick i don't I haven't gotten any any You know, so far, so good. I don't have any heart problems or kidney problems or liver problems or or cancer or any diseases. Um, I have to look after my bones a little bit better. And that's and I'm not a great exerciser. And that's my biggest weakness. Sorry, I may have gone off on a tangent there because you asked me about Walter. But that's what I loved about Walter was his deep, deep, deep knowledge of the body and how to you know really really condition you I know mean, you can call it detoxing and cleansing but really what you're doing is you're conditioning your body to a better
0: state absolutely, absolutely. and i know um he has a few di- diets or uh, programs for people with cancer that she could have gone out to him when he was alive i'm sorry to hear he passed Mm-hmm. uh gone out and done like a retreat with him and done the the fasting with him and and he also encouraged energetic bioenergetic i think he was into bioenergy as mm-hmm. as something to go with yeah. that detox food detox he would do that yeah so that's another form of detoxing is energetic detoxing mm-hmm. which is great and that's more uh detoxing your emotions out of your body isn't it yeah. it's more cleansing yeah. And I'm big into that. I like to to do that regularly as well. I like to go for an energy, so whether it's Reiki or bioenergy, at least once a month. And I feel like that helps rejuvenate, you know, the body as well. When you, when you cleanse your energy, you cleanse, it does cleanse your organs as well, but not in, in a different way. And a bit like what Barbara was, who was on a couple of weeks ago on Lady Time, she talked about uh, detoxing through the lymph nodes. So there's lots of things we can do to detox that are um, helpful and keeping healthy. I think that's one of the main things is to keep healthy is to keep refreshing, hitting reset, isn't it? It's like hitting a reset button.
1: And your colon is very, very important. Everything is important, but your colon is very important. Yeah. uh, In any kind of good health as well.
0: Very, very important, yeah.
1: Most of them do start, and when I did the big one, but uh, Walter talked a lot about, you know, cleansing the colon first and uh, really you know uh, doing a a cleanse of parasites and things like
0: that as well yes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's a that's a whole other discussion but yeah I mean we all naturally we all have some sort of parasites probably but some people get really hit by them and they have Mm -hmm. to do something major to to cleanse Um, But yeah, I mean, it's not something I would have been freaked out about when I was in my 20s, maybe as a parasite. But now I wouldn't, it wouldn't freak me out as much, but easily detoxed out of your system. Yeah. Um, Well, Jill, listen, thank you so much for coming on this evening after your long day to talk more about that. I just really enjoyed that solo cast and I wanted to know a bit more. And thank you for sharing some more um and is there anything else you want to i'm just
1: trying to think of it is there anything that i have forgotten to say maybe just that um it's incredible how the body in a good state affects the state of your mind that was one Mm -hmm. of the things that i really saw always but especially when i did the three-month detox I could not believe the state of mind, how calm, how calm I was, how much calmer anyway I was. I remember working, you know, in my work. I'm still in the same job as I was then. But I remember just everything just flowing really well when I worked. I didn't even have to write lists. I just, I, everything just flowed at work during that time. And um Mm. And I wasn't even tired at night. I would say, God, God, it's 12 o'clock. I better go to bed. I just had almost endless energy. I'd be wow. great if I could continue to be like that, you know, but, um, you know, it just improves the condition of your body, which then improves the condition of your mind. And, oh, you know, for me, it was it's just been worth doing it. And, I, and thank you, Carol, for the opportunity to actually go a bit deeper into it, you know, because it, doing the solo cast, it's I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to forget something. But what's lovely is to have a conversation about it. So thank you for that. And, and thank, you
0: enjoyed it. thank you for sharing and for agreeing to do it. And I think you're right. I I loved your analogy with the car, getting the car serviced and putting, you know, clean fuel into your body. I mean, it is. And, and also you were very clear saying, I'm not always perfect and I don't, I sometimes have a burger and I, and I do remember starting off years ago and wine. (laughs) (laughs) I do remember years ago when I do my, when I just started on the journey as well, doing that major detox. I do remember eating organic all week and and cleansing and having these supplements and then going to uh, Supermax for a burger and chips at the end of the week. (laughs) Just for a bit of balance.
1: (laughs) I know, I know. But that's great. Some people uh, do. I knew someone that did that. They would be, you know, as they would say themselves, I was good during the week and I let myself off the hook at the week, weekend. And you know, the other thing is the mind is something it's, you need to be master of your mind doing these things and even just in general in life, because the mind can run away with itself, you know, so, and, and that's why, you know, someone like, Been pretty good during the week when you're in a routine, and then go well, yeah, I'll have a couple of glasses of wine or whatever it is you want the weekend and whatever you know, and then it it's sort of it's a way of mastering the mind as well. I mean, it is different when you're doing a
0: detox, but um, Uh, yeah, I think that's so interesting. So it's mastering your mind. I mean, our mind is here to help us, isn't it? It's to Mm -hmm. help us get things. We are things. the master.
1: Yeah. We are the master of the mind. But it's very hard. Often we're ruled by our minds. You know, yes. And our so thoughts. It's
0: a, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we need to we need to take that the mind by the hand and mm-hmm. lead the mind as opposed yeah. to letting the yeah. mind lead us. And you can um, talk
1: to your mind as well. Oh, there you yes. go again. Yeah. I mean, that's a lifetime's thing trying to master the mind <laughs> you know but uh, and it takes years and I'm not saying I've mastered my mind but I'm very quick now to go oh yeah yeah mm, you're telling me now I want a biscuit Grant yeah I'll go and have a biscuit you know <laughs> or, you
0: know. But, um... <laughs> yes yeah I think what I've started doing was like it's okay you have that feeling you don't need to eat on top of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, Sugar is the hard one, though, you know. It, but, uh, yeah. It so is. It's so tempting. And, you know, I, like at work, this lovely uh, colleague of mine came up with, like, little Easter eggs the other day and then today little cakes and he them in front of us. And it's like, so hard. And they're
1: always seen as a treat. So your mind thinks, oh, yeah. a treat. I deserve a treat. Yeah.
0: yeah. But actually, is it is really about. A treat. <laughs> but it is about allowing ourselves as well, not punishing ourselves. I don't. I, I think these things are that we do are for health and not to punish ourselves. So yeah, no, yeah. no. If no, it's no. a punishment, we shouldn't do it. If it's if it's something that we feel is good, and I love the way you say we need to master our mind because we do, and I think meditation can help us with that too. Is mm-hmm. We don't always have to think things through and analyze things. If we catch ourselves analyzing so much, I try to say it's okay. You know, you don't need to go through it. You don't need to to keep thinking at night time. You don't need to keep thinking. We can shut the brain, the 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 mind down sometimes, and just go. It's okay. Let's just let's just be. Mm-hmm.
1: And I have such a strong willed mind as well it's hard to to rein it in um, but interestingly, the last two years uh being coming through all of what's gone on in the last two years and working from home and you know just uh, i that that has helped me just to value much more. You know, my free time, because I, I, as you know, Carol, I don't have a TV. I absolutely can't even bear television. And I haven't had a TV for year, literally years and years and years. And I was never much into it anyway, even from teenage years. But I, I love researching. I absolutely love it. I hardly even listen to the radio anymore. And for for me, I I don't want to miss out on being able to do that. So, you know, for for me to just stop overworking, I used to overwork by five to 10 hours every year or every week. I mean, I would just overwork. So, okay, you could say now maybe I over research, but that's fun. Like that is like, that's like manna from heaven to me. I wish... I wish I could be paid to be a researcher of the things that I love. But uh, yeah, I I think I went off a little bit there. But I love
0: that. No, no, that's, that's amazing. Because you were talking about the mind and you're saying you love, you love to research and that's, that's, that's what you love. And I think that's amazing because you've always been like, you found Walter last in Australia, you found him in Nexus, but you, you, you've always been really good at research. You've always researched your shampoos and got them imported from America. Uh, lots of things before the internet, you've always been able to find and write to them and and order stuff or send in an order. Like, well well before there was internet shopping. I did that. My God, I
1: don't know what i do now without the internet. But I did. You know, you said that tonight. And I went, yeah, I did. I used to find books that were impossible. I don't know how I did it. But, yeah, I don't know. I did. But I love it. I just, I love it. I love I should just that's what I should be I
0: should be a full-time researcher (laughs) (laughs) well it's great it's great for all of us on on, uh, listeners of the Lady Time of the Lady Time podcast that we get to share your wisdom and uh, your findings your research findings Jill thank you so much for joining me and thank you for listening everybody you've been listening to Lady Time podcast and if you like what you've been listening to, please hit like and subscribe to the podcast. You can like us on Facebook at Ladytime Podcast. Thank you. We'll be on again soon. Thank you.